Welcome back to another edition of the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tarkowski. On today's show, we'll visit with two women who volunteer their time to bring a little bit of creativity to the incarcerated population. Jane Thompson from Widener University in Chester and Andrea Zitlau from Rostock University in Germany will tell us how their creative writing seminars help break down the metaphorical walls built up by their students. Jane Thompson and Andrea Zitlau, thank you for joining us today. I think I want to start by having you guys just tell us about your backgrounds. I kind of can guess why um, Jane is here, Widener University, Chester, Pennsylvania. Makes sense. Nice and close. Andrea coming to us all the way from Rostock University in Germany. Can you just start by telling us how did we get here? Well, I met Jane um, a couple of years ago. I think it must have been already 2015 while I was, uh, I had a guest stay at Wiener University. So it made me close as well. <laughs> and since then we, um, we've been working together. Um, it just really matched that, that we can create together wonderfully. Um, yeah, maybe Jane wants to add to that but i've i've been to widener and that's where i met jane yes yes so yeah you yeah we met there but actually i guess we really met in germany because i was there teaching and um and immediately when i met andrea and she was so interested in the work that i'd been doing and right at that point i had been at sci greaterford and that's where i'd done my inside out training with lori pompa and Temple University, and I loved that training, and it kind of changed my life. And then I was running workshops at SCI Greaterford all the time, and um, and so I invited her. You know, would you like to come and teach a workshop with me? And we realized suddenly that like the two of us together was um, more fun than we should be allowed to have. So <laughs> it, was, it was just wonderful. Yeah, maybe I should mention that I had also been teaching creative writing um, in Germany, and that's how we really, um, really had something in common. Yeah, and then and then when I came over, um, Jane invited me to teach at the prison. I had not been teaching uh, in prisons um, back then. I do that now too in Germany. And I kind of always tell people that I stumbled into this coincidentally. And a lot of incarcerated people tell me, oh, that's how I got here too. And so <laughs> it's kind of what we have in, in common, yeah. So you guys both mentioned creative writing. So this co this course, you're not teaching these guys, um, the, the comma goes here, semicolon goes here, verb and adjective. You're really focusing on creative writing. Why? How does that work? Um, we, we created, um, a couple of exercises and what is important to us, because there are so many ways you can find creative writing prompts or creative writing exercises, but why we do this together and have so much fun doing this together is because we, um, we created exercises that actually are collective exercises. So we make everyone write together, um, but with a lot of fun so we have a lot of things that you pass around and you don't really see what it's going to be in the end um and that is that we want not the standard because creative writing workshopping also requires a lot of time um and we want the people to have fun writing um so we make a lot of a lot of these exercises really um stress the coincidental 
instead of the intentional I have constructed um, or I have this this wonderful idea and that's what I want to put onto paper, we're really um, doing this very playfully. So your question is really good. Why creative writing? It's playful and fun. You don't hear playful in, in prisons very often. We actually did talk to some of the guys that took your class when you were here in the springtime back in March. And we had one of the inmates from SCI uh, Helpsdale, I believe, uh, his quote was during these, the prison bravado against uh, amongst the inmate group was dropped and everyone could just relax. We laughed and then we enjoyed the workshop. What does that mean to you to hear something like that to say for, for just the four hours in that day, they were able to let their guard down a little bit and just interact uh, as, as regular folks. Yeah. Oh, that, that pleases me immensely. In fact, I wouldn't even known there was prison bravado because we, we, we didn't see any of that. We just saw people coming in and this, this communal, the power of like this communal group working together. And it was, it was fantastic. Um, I also, um, I, a woman said something to me at Muncie, right during our break. And, and, and I realized, I thought, oh my gosh. And she said, I wasn't going to come to this. And I was like, oh no. And she said, no, I thought you were going to talk about, write about feeling in the fact that you're in prison. And she said, and you've not mentioned prison. And I said, yeah, actually. And she's like, I kind of forgot I was in prison. And I thought, ah, mission accomplished. Because writing hopefully can take you somewhere else. I talk all the time about the most wonderful part of writing for me is like this sinking down into another level of consciousness where you find that other self and you can explore that other self. But we do it, I, I think, I hope, in in a, in a fun way and, in, in, you know, in, in a way that encourages. And some of the guys, my, my home jail is um SCI Chester and some of the guys have told me that they take the um what Andrea and I have taught them in these workshops and they take it back to the block and they run them there and that pleases me immensely so tell us about the workshop what's what's involved you get four hours correct four hours one day class walk us through what do what do uh, what do you do all day or not even all day what do you do for half the day we have a lot of exercises where um, you you begin with a given text, a very short one, a sentence or something, and you change that sentence, but you do it uh, by passing it around and, and folding the paper so you don't see what other people do. That is a lot of fun because it's, it's a little bit like the game telephone, you know? So in the end of it, um, it's just always hilarious how sentences change and that provides everyone with value in writing because everyone is so important in making this transformation happen of that sentence and you don't have you know people who shine in the class and others who who might not have their best day you know in writing so this way everybody contributes and everybody has something in the end in their hands where they can share oh, this is what we started with and this is what came out at the end and you don't know who wrote what or what kind of change was being made so this is a short one and then we extend that form of exercise um, and we also we also work with questions so a lot of questions that you can you can have questions but you make them really absurd and we work with 
prompts like Pablo Neruda's book of questions, um, where you have really good poetic questions to start with. And then you try to answer a question about, you know, dreams in an anthill. Um, that, that's always it's challenging and everyone can take it their own way. So we have a couple of these exercises and we also um, often make little books out of paper um, in which everyone can write something. So we actually have at the end of the day, everyone has a unique book that's very valuable. Um, yeah, I don't know, Jane, we vary in the workshops to the exercises yeah. and the prompts. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so. we have so many different um, different things that we do. And one thing that always strikes me, and I remember when we we had Tanisha Spall, who we both adore, um, and she was in one of the rooms when we, a couple of times when we were given the workshops and we had the students writing independently their nighttime dreams. And then they would choose one line and, and everyone had like this line and it was a poem all unto itself. So it was this idea of kind of working as a group to create something. And the I, I still remember her going, that makes perfect sense. How did that happen? And we're like, we don't know, but there's something about the power of the, of the communal activity that starts to happen in there. And so, yeah, it's like incredibly moving, things sometimes come out of all this fun and this idea of kind of of dropping that that self for for just a little while you know I, and, yeah, yeah sorry I didn't no, want please. to interrupt um and I I think adding to what you said Jane it's because everybody just has a short part in in that poem or in that sentence um, and makes it also easier and most of the time it's anonymous so the spotlight is not really on on you and your writing for those who might be more shy or for those who like to share they also get limited time to share because it is um, short writing with everyone participating yeah we're talking with Jane Thompson from Widener University and Andrea Zitlow all the way from Rostock University in Germany. These ladies come and volunteer their time at prisons and they've been in the uh, Pennsylvania system earlier this spring back in March. You guys are coming back um, next month. When you were here in the springtime, I guess I should back up a lot. Most people listening to this will never have a chance to come and visit a prison. What would you say to people that have never been inside? What are the biggest surprises? What are the what surprised you about the Pennsylvania system when you were here um, back in the springtime? That's a difficult question because especially when we have to answer it for people who've never been um, or have never volunteered in the prison system. For me, it is also very different because right after I met Jane and did um, the first classes in, um, in Greater Fort, in fact, it was back then, um, I started volunteering in the German prison system. So it's very different. <laughs> and that's, I think I cannot really step back and imagine myself just looking at the American prison system and say what surprises me because it's always for me, um, with the lens of the different prison systems too. Yeah, yeah. You know, often what actually surprises me, I think the most, this is not exactly answering your question, but it's that the public has made up their minds about who is inside prisons. 
And if I could say anything to them, I'd say, you know, stop watching you know, CSI, you know, like <laughs> SVU and all these shows, because that's, it's, the media depictions are so inaccurate. And I think they're perpetuating stereotypes of, of, you know, like people who are in prison. I have, <laughs> I, I made a horrible joke to my students yesterday. They were being so outrageously, this is at Widener. <laughs> like, so Non-incarcerated students. students. What's that? Non-incarcerated students. That's right. 18 years old. And they said, well, well, how do we compare? And I said, well, they would never treat me like this, I tell you. And then I went, oh. <laughs> so it was a little, little too much, um, a little too much honesty there, but it's it's the truth. And um, Jane, that's a good point. Have you ever, yeah. can you tell me about a time that you maybe were blown away by the quality of an inmate's uh, writing, even um, not even necessarily in the Pennsylvania system, but as you've been doing this in different facilities, has there been anybody that sticks out in your guys' mind that really blew you away? Oh gosh, yeah. As okay. every time, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's every, every time. time. What I love about it is that um, sometimes you, so that I guess why I'm so fascinated um, by, by volunteering my time in prison is because I get really unique writing. There's a lot of very unique writing. Um, and uh, when I heard Jane talking, I just remembered the first time we taught a workshop together, what really surprised me and it has continued to surprise me is the, the incredible laughter and joy. I think there's, you know, when, when we teach together and there is a lot of laughter, um, that is something that is, that is wonderful. And I think people might not think that possible but it, it is because of what Jane said before that we have um, an idea about prisons and I don't want to make it sound that it's a fun place to be. It clearly isn't at all. So there's, um, I don't want to create an illusion here, but um, in the workshop setting, I think that's what surprised me because I know the conditions are for the people um, very, very hard to take. That opportunity, opportunity to experience a little bit of joy in your day, I think is very important, a very key part of what you guys do. What are the other benefits that the inmate students get from taking your class? I think I was, as Andrea was talking, I was thinking about this one man that we had in our class who I think did not know that he had this beautiful poetic sensibility. And here he is, he's a man in his 60s. And everything he wrote. There were these beautiful sentences, beautiful and unique sentences, like this unique voice. And I, I love when I see something like that happen. And I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, men and women have said to me, I didn't know I could do that. And, and I, I love to see them surprise themselves and realize something about their own abilities. And then I, I love to imagine, and I hope it happens, that they become, you know, really voracious readers and begin writing on their own after we leave, because they're like, wait a minute, there might be something in this. Besides the fact I had a good time, I might be good at this. And we see that all the time. It, people who, I had a man in my first class, I, I taught I guess it was 2010 I started that class and a man who had entered Graterford functionally illiterate 
And um, and he, I think he had no idea of his ability. And here he was in my class. And um, what he came out with was so beautiful. And to see the other, what also, it doesn't surprise me, but it, but it always just kind of hits me in such a beautiful way. I love to see how the other people support the the other writers as they're like reading something out loud and they'll say, that was a really fabulous line. Where did you come up with that? Y you know, and just kind of really supporting one another. And I love to see that. It's so beautiful. Kind of sounds to me like you're not necessarily teaching creative writing. You're more facilitating and kind of unlocking that talent that's already there. Yeah, we should mention, Andrea, that we're doing the workshop work right along with them. We're not finished in our own journeys as writers. No one ever is. And so we do the exercises right alongside them, which makes us in some ways vulnerable because sometimes I write pure junk and sometimes sometimes I write something that's okay, you know, and um, and, and I like that. I think that they that they appreciate that that we see ourselves as learners in the process and we learn from, from each other. Yeah. In fact, I, um, it's a good point because I, I never really think uh, of myself of going in there and teaching something. I'm going in there to write with other writers and to learn from each other and from that unique experience because each group is different and uh, people don't, they might not even know each other because they might not have encountered each other before. So the group is not already there. It's always a new group and we don't have much time to make that group work. And it surprises me that the group always works and each group is different. Each group inspires something different. And I always go out there and think I learned something. So it really is about a collective experience more than... Um, teaching people how to use adjectives or, you know, in creative writing. <laughs> what, um, what do you have planned? What's going to be different? What, what's on tap for your next visit here coming up next month? Ooh. Do you know which uh, facilities you're going to be uh, visiting? Yes, we do. Yeah. Cambridge Springs, right? Pine Grove, Rockview, because we didn't get to, we had Rockview on tap last time but then we weren't able to get in so we're um waymart again this will be our what third time at waymart yeah yeah we always kind of add waymart at the end and it, it, <laughs> um, let's see they also no pressure on the other on the other places but they have us um have lunch with the men inside the room and it's made by the culinary students and it's delicious. So no pressure on the other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a lovely part of it. Um uh, let's see. Forest. SCI oh, yeah, Forest yeah. and Albion. So you guys yes. are gonna be spending a lot of time seeing uh, all of Pennsylvania from the northeast to the to the northwest and everywhere in between. I guess yeah. we're we're running very short on time, but Andrew, I wanted to know when you visit Pennsylvania Aside from going around doing these creative work, uh, creative writing workshops, what do you like to do? What do you do? You partake in any of our gas station food that everybody in Pennsylvania loves? Uh, visit Hershey Park. What what do you what do you do for fun? That's a good question because I do these workshops for fun, and uh, <laughs> very oh, oh, very okay. little. Pretend, pretend Jane isn't listening here, and, and now talk for no, real. No. What do you do for fun <laughs> in Pennsylvania? Really. 
<laughs> because the um when we do the workshops it's obviously very intense and when i come and visit um we always have a lot of these workshops and it it does you know it it is um as much fun as it is it's also very intense so when when we have a break um it's mainly you know i i like going for walks but um i don't i i try really to um to yeah to relax um just be outside a little bit and not add on top of that um because usually if there is a break which is rare it's a day in between and then it starts again so but uh, i can assure you this is what i do for fun a lot of <laughs> a lot of traveling a lot of time in the car jane you got to take her on a, a tour of our, our you know sheets and wawa and, and and get her into that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Last time I got her addicted to caffeine while she was here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, try this. It's really good. Oh, Got to keep those energy levels up, especially when you're doing all that driving. Uh, yeah. Jane Thompson and Andrea Zitlau, is there anything that you want folks to know before we let you go about your workshop, about the work you do, bringing creative writing to the incarcerated population? We just, I don't know. I encourage anyone who... Um, has an idea or some something that they'd like to share to share it with this population I, it's it's been I could never give it up like I'll just put it that way I, I yeah I could never give it up I'm applying for a sabbatical for the fall semester and of course what's my idea I could hit the rest of the prisons and maybe do the tour again you, you know I'm just like it's just that absolutely wonderful and and i hope people realize that i think i i'd like to mention too that um obviously with a one-day workshop um it's just one day but we we would we like we also um then have people doing correspondence classes um and continue writing um because that's important to to keep people's um skills up and and yeah their interest um and yeah i think from every every part um outside and inside i think writing is a very um very great experience so i i would always encourage people just to to do um to find the joy in writing and continue that what makes them happy yeah Thanks again to Andrea Zitlau and Jane Thompson for sharing their love of writing and for bringing a little bit of joy to the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. You can learn more about their creative writing seminars on our blog at cor.pa.gov. And thank you for listening to the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole Podcast. For more DOC content, follow us on social media at Corrections PA on Facebook, X, and LinkedIn.